think there's, yes, the youth class as well upstairs. We're going to have a special morning once I finish my message. Um, and all the kids get out. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell them. They're going to be coming back in to join us, but... on the topic and thought of thanksgiving. Jared and Sharissa, are you there, Sharissa? And I don't see Jared there right now with you, but on Thursday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Oh, there's Jared. Little Ellie completed her final treatment. Amen. Yes. And so we're going to celebrate her this morning. We're going to celebrate God's goodness. Amen. I know as a parent, my daughter went through cancer treatment, and I know. I remember. And you know what? Yeah, I'm going to get ahead of myself, but. In challenging times, sometimes thanksgiving is the furthest thing from our mind. And I remember, and I'll just tell my story a little bit. Um, I don't know what Jared and Sharissa went through, but I remember when we found out that Shawneen had cancer. I remember um, how quickly fear can get a hold of you comes knocking on the door really fast. And uh, I remember at night, I would just lay on my couch. I don't know, I, don't, I wasn't in a fetal position. I wasn't like that, but I would just lay on the couch. And there was a couple songs that I would just lay there. And the Holy Spirit would just come and bring comfort. And when I look back at that season, I mean, there was all kinds of stuff going on at that point in time. <laughs> and the song, and I, I don't even remember the name, I, you know, it, it, but it had, um, it talked about Jesus being the good shepherd of my soul. And it was just going through a, a recent situation in our life, I remember waking up to a song and this song just kept going over and over in my head, in my, in my spirit. And it just kind of put me back to sleep. It was, I, I didn't sing in the middle of the night. It was just a song that was going through my head. And the next morning, I couldn't even remember the song. And that's how the Holy Spirit can bring a comfort in the time of, of complete mystery. <laughs> Not understanding what we're going through, but the Holy Spirit. And sometimes, and I really want to make this practical. So in a situation, and I think back, it's like, what, what could I ever be thankful about cancer in my daughter? And I just want to go over a couple real practical things. My son 
was teasing my daughter about how fat her neck was. And it upset my daughter. But you realize because of that awareness, how cruel it may have been. Yes, Bradley, it was you. It, it all of a sudden brought this awareness. And we thought, oh, that, because Brenda thought, yeah, that, that is weird. So she felt her neck and it was really hard. And I look back and I just say, thank you, Lord, for that, for bringing that to our attention. Could you imagine if that was never? I remember Jared, he was, he was just play fighting and, and uh, wrestling with, with Ellie. And all of a sudden, he felt a hard lump in the side of her stomach. Could you imagine if they never discovered that? So as we look back, cancer is such a cruel enemy. But we can sit back and we can say, thank you, Lord, for bringing that to our members. Do you realize in British Columbia, we have the Children's Hospital. It specializes in children. We can be thankful. Sometimes we can get frustrated with our medical system, and it, sometimes it's not optimal. But we can look back and we can say, thank you, Lord. I've been to the Philippines in the dialysis unit of a hospital in the Philippines and I don't know if I'd even want to bring my pet cat or cat pet dog to a, to a hospital like that. How unclean, how unreassuring going there was. So we can, we can get frustrated sometimes, but we are blessed. And sometimes we can lose sight of being grateful and being thankful because of what we are bombarded with and the situations we can find ourselves in. And we can lose sight of thanksgiving. And I want to just... But being thankful, it's going to be my point number four, literally can change a situation in your life. Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas thrown in prison. And we all know the story. They began to pray and they began to, it, the scripture says in Acts 16, they began to sing praises in, in, a, in a song of a hymn. They began praying and singing hymns of praise to God. When I looked at the word praise, because that's the kind of person I am. You know the root word? I'm going to read it to you. The lyrical emotion of a devout and grateful soul. That's literally the root word of praise. It's a lyrical emotion that comes from a devout and grateful a a thankful person. And what happened in that prison? There was a jailbreak. <laughs> Thank you, honey. But literally, I, actually, I like it the way, um, I don't know, the, is it Mark Batterson? 
it's a, a, a study we did for ladies' Bible study, men's Bible study, I think about two years ago. He's, this is his phrase. He says, praise and thanksgiving, it charges the atmosphere because it invites God's presence into a situation. It charges, and then as the presence of God comes into that situation, not only is the, the, the atmosphere charged, it's changed. Your thanksgiving in the middle of a challenging and mysterious situation, it invites the presence of God into that situation. When, when Paul and Silas were in prison, they were in Philippi. And then in the letter to the Philippians, literally Paul is actually sitting in prison again as he's writing. And he's actually thinking back to his prison. And he is thankful for his thoughts. As he remembers the Philippians, he's thankful. And then he, he goes, and in, in, in regards to my current imprisonment, God is at work. And he, and he uses the word praetorian guard. Literally, in that moment, he was bringing salvation to, to the, the prisoners and the palace and the whole situation that he was in. He, God was bringing salvation. And in the midst of his chains and in that imprisonment, he was being thankful just as he was years before when he was with Silas. And literally, you bring the presence of God into your situation when you can, in the midst of brutal circumstances, bring thanksgiving. I remember the night our son passed away. And I don't know how many of my kids are. I remember after about an hour of Wow. Torture. I actually, we all sat down, and I don't know if you remember, you guys, we all sat down and we prayed. And I just, I said, Thank you, Lord, that our son is with you. I remember Pastor Brenda in the months following. What brought healing was our thanksgiving. We found every little thing that we could to be thankful for. The joy that he brought into our lives for those years. The fact that in the last year of his life, he went through a rehab program where he got rebaptized, gave his life back to the Lord. We were thankful of dreams various people had, and they were dreams of him in the presence of the Lord. And in the midst of that sorrow, we have something to be thankful for. As hard as that may have been, we lifted a thanksgiving and it brought healing. And literally it changed the atmosphere. Thanksgiving, the power of thanksgiving in your life can change the situation that you find yourself in. It changes your perspective. Thanksgiving, the, 
on my notes, I call it the protocol for his presence. But literally, thanksgiving is how you enter his courts. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. I will enter his courts. It's literally what invites the presence of the Lord into your life is finding something to be thankful. Because once you begin, you say, oh, I can't think of anything to be thankful for. Find one thing. Because it'll snowball. You think of one thing. You'll think of another thing. Be begin. Begin to invite thanksgiving into your life. Because I mentioned last week, thanksgiving is a public acknowledgement or celebration of God's goodness. Whatever you find yourself in, you, you might be in the midst of a miracle. Make sure you're thankful. Don't take it for granted. Be thankful. I want to read. Well, I'll read that in a minute. Here's what the word acknowledge. Acknowledge. I, I used it, the word acknowledge, because David told Solomon, make sure you acknowledge God in your life. Because it puts you in the proper perspective of life. To acknowledge is to, an ex, to express or dis... Acknowledge is an expression or display of thankfulness or gratitude for God's goodness. That is literally the definition of acknowledge. As I was, think, as I was just meditating on the idea of thankfulness, the story of Joseph. Do you know how many times he could have been bitter? Could have been depressed? His brothers? Getting sold into slavery at that time of ancient history was literally a death sentence. Not many slaves made it out of their situation alive. Nor being imprisoned in that kind of culture. Not many people came out alive. But listen to a few highlights of Joseph being tempted by Potiphar's wife. He said, how can I sin against God? He's now in the jail and somebody has a dream. And this is what he says. He doesn't say, oh, you know what, I, I'm good with dreams. He says, no, God interprets dreams. God will give you an answer. He's like, yes, thank you, Pastor Louise. He's throughout his life, he's acknowledging. He is, he is thinking and celebrating, maybe only within himself, but he's bringing God into the equation, and he's acknowledging God. He's bringing God up. He gets brought up before Potiphar. I mean, not Potiphar, Pharaoh. And he says, God, God will give you the answer to his dream because he was perplexed. After he interprets the dream and there's seven good years, he has two sons. Do you know what he named his sons? 
you know what's really funny is when you think uh, I think it's um, Naomi. <laughs> she named her son bitter bitterness. I think it was. This is what Joseph. God has made me fruitful. He acknowledges and he's grateful through the names of his sons. He offers a thanksgiving to God. The Lord has made me forget my afflictions and God has been has made me fruitful in the midst of my afflictions. Thankfulness. Thankfulness. His brothers come. And he plays some games with them. You know, he's still a kid at heart. <laughs> then when he finally reveals himself to his brothers, they're freaked right out. And this is what he says. No, God sent me here. <laughs> God sent me here. He sent me ahead of you to save you. And then finally, when Joseph's father, Israel, Jacob, when he dies, his brothers are really scared now because now with dad out of the way, he's really going to take revenge on us. And this is what he says to his brothers. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. By acknowledging, by being grateful, by never forgetting God in his life, by being thankful. He literally took what the enemy meant for evil. He took that arrow and he turned it around. And what was meant to destroy brought life. How? Because of thanksgiving. Because of gratefulness. Because of acknowledging God. And then sometimes in our life, it can be hard. It can be hard. But if we can maintain the attitude of thankfulness, we can take what the enemy, what the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. We can bring life. There can be joy. Amen. Amen. I just want to go over. I'm just going to give you my points again because I sometimes get talking and I forget my points. But thanksgiving. Last week I said thanksgiving keeps us in a place of humility. It all, thanksgiving recognizes, okay, it wasn't me. Actually, I want to read Psalm 75. It's a short chapter. But I want, to, I want you to listen. And we used to sing a song about this. We give thanks to you, O Lord, we give thanks. For your name is near. How many of you remember that song? <laughs> For your name is here. Your wondrous works men declare. We give thanks to you, O Lord, we give thanks. Okay, that's verse 1 of 75. This is, this is the Lord's response in verse 2 and further. And I'm going to read this. This is the Lord's response to our thanksgiving. When I select an appointed time, it is I who judge fairly. The earth and all who inhabit it are unsteady. 
It is I who firmly set its pillars. I said, remember, this is the Lord talking. I said to the boastful, I want you to remember the contrast between humility, thanksgiving, the pride and the boastful. I said, the Lord said to the boastful, do not boast and to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Horn was symbolic of authority and dominion. So don't, don't lift up what you think is your might, your dominion against me, says the Lord. Do not lift your horn on high. Do not speak with insolent pride. For not from the east, not from the west, nor from the desert come exaltation. But God is the judge. He puts down one and he promotes another. He exalts another. When you are thankful, you literally position yourself for God's miraculous working. Joseph, Paul, Silas, David. You read the Psalms and and go through David's life. His praise and his thanksgiving literally positioned him. recognizing our need, recognizing our position. Psalms 100. I'm going to read this one. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. I'm going to read the whole chapter. Serve the Lord with jubilation. Come before him with rejoicing. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who made us. And not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Recognizing our position. Enter, this is verse 4 of chapter 100. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving recognizes we're not God. He is. Thanksgiving recognizes we didn't make ourselves. We didn't promote ourselves. It was God. Thanksgiving recognizes I'm not the shepherd. I'm the sheep. (laughs) Understanding, recognizing who God is in our life and where we are in comparison and in relationship to that. Realizing our need. Realizing sometimes our depravity. Recognizing our dependence on him. Can you imagine? I don't know. I've had a few sheep. They get themselves into trouble. They they literally get out of the pen and then they can't get back in. They don't know. Can you imagine a sheep all by himself or herself? That's who we are. We're the sheep. We are completely dependent upon our shepherd, the shepherd of our soul. Last week I mentioned thanksgiving because it, it brings us into his presence. It's a, if we are a thankful people, we're continuously aware. It brings an awareness of his presence. It brings a, an awareness of his promises in our life. 
when I begin to, and, and, and again, it, it might be challenging at first to think of one or two things, but you know, the more you practice thanksgiving, the easier it flows. I mean, I begin to, I, I remember I, I'd, I'd start my walk. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I just, all the things I'm thankful to the Father for. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As, as I would do that, and, and I'm, okay, so I, I walk around the auto mall, and I, I begin with Thanksgiving. <laughs> this might, might sound funny, but then, then, I, then I have certain scriptures that I've just memorized, and I just start. But by the time I get around, I'd have like a couple of the passages. But as I begin to be thankful, all of a sudden, my thankfulness took me all the way around. And then I wouldn't get around to the scriptures I wanted to get to. <laughs> then I had to go again and get to the... But the more you practice, how many names, when you thank Jesus, how many things can you be thankful for? Challenge yourself. Thank you. Oh my, the names that end up... Thank you, Lord, you're my Savior. You're my Redeemer. Thank you for the grace that you brought, the mercy that you showed, the love that... You, and you begin... To cultivate, it's cultivating. Pretty soon things are growing and growing. Pretty soon, pretty soon the idea of prayer time isn't as challenging as you may have thought. Wow, how am I going to fill up 15 minutes? And pretty soon it's like, oh, wow, I, I just went 20 minutes. Boy, I, I just walked around the whole auto mall, and I didn't even get to what I wanted to get to. And pretty soon it's flowing. And you're cultivating thankfulness. You're, you're really cultivating his presence. You're cultivating his power into your life. The power of thanksgiving. It takes what the enemy meant for evil. And literally, God takes, can take that situation, turn it on its head. The enemy thought they had killed the son of God. And what did, what did God do? He turned that whole situation and brought salvation to the world. <laughs> Satan thought he had, he had won. He had done it. It was his greatest defeat. Boom. Salvation for all mankind. <laughs> Your thankfulness can turn the tables. Your thankfulness can take what that enemy was shooting at you. And I, I love, and we can persecute with him, it, with him with it. What he meant to persecute us with, we're persecuting him. Amen? Thankfulness. Thankfulness. Find a situation. Be thankful. Be thankful. It'll grow. It'll grow. Just one last passage. And I'm just going to... In, in, in Timothy, Paul is taking, talking to Timothy. And, and one of the challenging things at that point in time, actually... There's two, two scriptures. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. What time is it? All right. It's 11 o'clock, so I'm doing really well. And one of the challenging things with these, these new Christians that were um, being birthed into the kingdom of God is that they lived in a land where the Greeks and the Romans um, were offering all kinds of meat and all kinds of things to idols. And so it threw these new converts into really conf- into confusion because they'd, they'd be visiting and they'd be hanging out and all of a sudden they were being offered meat that had been offered to an idol. And so Paul is now instructing Timothy and said, you know what, every good thing, everything God created is good. And you know what Paul's answer to the situation is you offer a prayer of thanksgiving and it sanctifies <laughs> your prayer of thanksgiving you offer thanksgiving and it sanctifies you take a situation that is horrible destructive meant to destroy you can turn it on its head and God can take what the enemy meant for evil. He can turn it and produce something good out of it. Amen. 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 Pastor Brenda, I'm done. I don't know if you want to get the kids. What were...